what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on the Lay. You know, uh, I'm late. And my gas is below E. My gas level is below E. <laughs> so, you know, I'm riding by the seat of my pants right now. <laughs> what's more exciting than that? It's like I'm flying an airplane in Top Gun right now, right? Trying to get to work with zero gas in my car. <laughs> Anyhow. Yo, good morning, or whatever time it is you're listening right now. Good night, good evening, as Pastor Dowell says. But, hey, I was just doing some reading because I was looking at, um, you know, I have a whole bunch of ingredients that I haven't used for sauce on delay, and I realized that, and I read somewhere that you should basically toss them after a while because... Um, oh my fucking gosh, man. I'm sorry, I cursed. This this person just cut in front of me, cut a whole lane in front of me. So, hey. So, you give me a pass for that one, right? Kids, don't curse, okay? A person that curses has a limited vocabulary. <laughs> and I already told you, I, I got a low IQ. My IQ is like 74 or something like that. I don't know. Anyhow, so, the, um... The, um... What am I saying? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I was doing a little reading about formaldehyde because someone told me, well, not told me, but I read somewhere that if you have these oils, you know, these these carrier oils, uh, for too long, they eventually degrade and turn into formaldehyde. So, I wanted to do a little research on that and find out what are the dangers of formaldehyde or whether the oils turn into more formaldehyde. Now, I did not find any information indicating that the oils degrade and age and turn into formaldehyde. I did not find that. So I'm going to keep looking because it's important to me that, you know, anything that I create is, 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 is safe. It's important that everything is safe. So, I'm going to look into it some more, but I discovered something else during that process. Something I think is... Is, is like just very, I mean, I think it's useful. I think it's helpful. So, okay. So I was looking up formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is referred to as a VOC. A VOC is like a volatile organic compound or something like that. I think it's a VOC is like a volatile organic compound or something like that. I'm not sure what VOC stands for. I can't check it right now because anyhow, whatever. Check out VOC. So sometimes you go to the store and you buy paint, you know, and the paint and you have things like paint thinner and stuff like that. Those things are dangerous to inhale. Now you buy paint. Sometimes you'll see a paint that says no VOCs or low VOCs. So what happens is when the paint is drying, it releases, it releases the chemical that causes it to be in liquid form. And let and and leaves the paint pigment on the on the um, leaves the paint pigment on your wall or whatever you're painting. So the VOCs now basically just you know being volatile means like it's, it's easily easy to evaporate or easy to explode. You know, it atomizes or whatever. You know, it, it mostly someone thinks of volatile as easy to explode, but. These, these VOCs are volatile means like it is easily just um, um, it, 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 it releases itself easily or whatever you want to call it. It, it it dissipates easy or it atomizes easily or whatever so 
you know, um, like gasoline. Gasoline is volatile. Gasoline atomizes very easily, you know. Now, diesel is not as volatile. Um, you can't just light diesel for the most part. It, it doesn't atomize. The, the atomizing part of gasoline is what makes it so able to uh, catch fire because, you know, it, it can use a lot of available oxygen. Anyhow, so that's my, that's my take on it. Anyhow, VOCs, right? So it release your paint in your house releases VOCs unless you spend the extra money and buy a low VOC paint. Okay, so let's get there now. So formaldehyde is a VOC. It's also classified as a group one carcinogen. I don't know what that means, but group one should sound like really bad. So it's associated with lung cancer. Now your body, some people's bodies, have the capability to um, metabolize formaldehyde in a way that makes it safe. So your body takes um, some other thing, adds it to the formaldehyde and turns it into a different kind of a different kind of compound. It's called formaldehyde something something. Formaldehyde or something. Don't, you gotta look it up. So your body turns formaldehyde into something that it can metabolize and it can destroy or eliminate. So um, what I then saw is there was an article that says metformin can help your body turn formaldehyde into um, an, 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 a, 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 a compound or a molecule that is able to be metabolized by your body. Metformin. Now, metformin is like Manjaro. Metformin is like, um, um, uh, oh my gosh, Ozempic, Rebelsis. Manjaro, me, I'm sorry, metformin. Metformin is a diabetes drug. Metformin is a diabetes drug. Okay? So it's probably something people use for weight loss because people have been using... People have been recently using diabetes drugs for weight loss. Okay, let's go along now. So we, we established that metformin, which is a diabetes drug, helps to fight, helps the body metabolize formaldehyde. What does formaldehyde do to your body? Why is it such a carcinogen? It causes lung cancer. So the metformin helps to fight lung cancer. Now it's not used for that, but there is a link where it's seen or shown to be helpful. So the formaldehyde gives you lung cancer. Metformin, which is a diabetes drug, can help your body to metabolize and break down the formaldehyde. Let's go, let's go further along. Formaldehyde can also be formed when you fry food with cooking oils. So using cooking oils is um, a way that you end up ingesting formaldehyde by frying food. So look at it like this. People who are obese use metformin. People who are obese 
are more likely to develop cancer. People who are obese eat a lot of fried foods. You can say that, oh, I don't eat fried foods. I don't do that. Uh, I only eat vegetables all day. Come on now. Unless you have a hormonal imbalance or a thyroid issue, your obesity is most likely or highly likely due to the kind of foods or the quantity of calories that you're eating. So, anyhow. Metformin can help you metabolize formaldehyde from all the fried foods to fight the lung cancer if that's the kind of cancer that you got. Now, it's not going to help you with every type of cancer based on the article I read. It's only going to help you if you have lung cancer. So, that means you would have had to breathe in the VOCs. So, when we're frying foods at high temperatures, not only are we ingesting the formaldehyde, we're also breathing it in, right? So it's probably good to have your fume hood over your food. And additionally, it's probably helpful. I gotta go straight to the gas station. Um, additionally, it's probably helpful. I feel like I'm running out of gas. Uh, additionally, it's probably helpful not to fry your foods at high temperatures. My father told me that back in 2017. October of 2017 my father was frying some plantains and he was like you know um, yeah I fry my food sometimes but I keep it at a low temperature I keep it at a low temperature so I always remember that frying foods at high temperature listen now if you look at if you look at your olive oil for frying or if you look at your coconut oil, or if you look at your sunflower seed oil, sometimes it tells you what the smoke point is. You should never really, you should never reach the smoke point. You never you should never cook with a, you should never fry up to the smoke point. Like the smoke point of coconut oil is like 400 degrees. Now the funky thing though, is when you're frying on top of a skillet, it doesn't tell you the temperature. No, no stovetop tells you the temperature that you're, unless you got an expensive stovetop. Most stovetops don't tell you what temperature you're cooking at. Because you could be using a stainless steel pot, you could be using a cast iron pot, or you could be using, unfortunately, an aluminum pot. Or you could, if you got the money, you could be using a, uh, um, uh, um, I don't think anybody fries with, uh, with, with, with ceramic pots, but you could be using a ceramic pot or you could be using, unfortunately, an aluminum pot. So when you're frying these things, the conductivity of each respective metal is different. So you're not going to be guaranteed an internal temperature inside the pot, but at least they could put the, a thermostat inside or local to the flame or local to the heating element to tell you what temperature the stove is putting out. Anyhow. So this is the connection that I'm reaching. Eating fried foods could increase your chances of lung cancer. Especially if you cook your food at a high temperature. Hopefully I don't run out of gas right here. Um, being overweight, obese, eating a lot of sugar and carbohydrates which turn into sugar and all that stuff that's going to increase your chances of inflammation increase your chances of cancer obesity increases your chances of cancer 
take in Metformin, Manjaro, Ozempic, any one of these seems to reverse so many medical conditions. One of these weight loss drugs has recently been shown to fight cancer. I'm not sure if it was metformin, but I saw the article somewhere and somebody told me, somebody mentioned it in a YouTube channel that I listened to, and I don't know exactly what it is, but it helps in the fighting of lung cancer. I don't know about other cancers. Now, when it comes to, then I was just reading on, um, on X, on Twitter, you gotta use both names else people won't know what you're talking about. I was reading on X and Twitter, about people doing 48 hour water fasting and they're saying that it's an excellent way to fight cancer also because it starves your body and your body starts to consume things and direct energy to other places now I'm not an expert in cancer research I don't know anything about cancer too much but tumors need to be starved. Tumors need to be starved. And in, for instance, in, um, in at least prostate cancer, what they do now with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, I forgot what they call it. It's called something like the psychic knife or something like that. Psychic knife is Psylocke from X-Men. Um, she's from, she's not from the X-Men. I think she's either from, she works for Apocalypse or she's with the Nasty Boys. Which is like the Blob, um, and Pyro, and all those guys. Anyhow, Psy no, I'm sorry. Psylocke is a good guy. Psylocke is a girl, but she's on the good guys team. She's on the X-Men, I think. So, um, Psylocke has a thing called a psychic knife, which is her hand, and it turns into a flame, and it's like a knife. Anyhow, anyhow, they have a thing called a something like a psychic knife or whatever that they use for prostate cancer, where they stick a thing up your bum, I think. And they use the radiation to directly target your prostate and just beam it, bing, to try to kill it, right? Kill the, kill the tumors in the prostate. Anyhow, um, I know people who have successfully went through that trial and have eliminated the prostate cancer. Now, um, that's not what I wanna talk about. I wanna talk about metformin, I wanna talk about fried foods, and I wanna talk about um, formaldehyde. So you're creating formaldehyde in your environment when you're frying your food at high temperatures, increasing your chances of lung cancer. In my opinion, that's what I'm figuring. Also, you encounter formaldehyde through other areas, through the, through the fumes from your car. Um, like I said, certain things like paint thinners, paint, solvents that we use to break down um, paints or glues and stuff like that all these manufactured products like when you buy a new house or they put in a new carpet or whatever or these uh these other things that have formaldehyde like mattresses and um flame retardant they put formaldehyde in flame retardant to as a as to use as a flame retardant material it's not just used for embalming dead bodies and embalming um things and it's great at embalming because it attaches to your tissues. So anyhow, um, I just want to share that with you. It's all discombobulated and disorganized. But obesity increases your chances of cancer. Formaldehyde, fried foods, 
Fried foods produce basically formaldehyde. Those could increase your chances of cancer also. Drugs like metformin, Manjaro, Rebelsis, Ozempic. These things, uh, well, metformin has been associated with fighting lung cancer. By helping your body to blow up or to, to, to metabolize, I'm sorry, to metabolize formaldehyde. Manjaro, Ozempic, Rebelsis, Metformin, all of these things, they've been shown to reduce people's obesity and just cure a whole bunch of other issues. Because we know that when people even get a gastric sleeve, a gastric bypass, or um, bariatric surgery, they end up being cured of things like, um, what is it called? You know the thing I'm talking about? Sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. They get cured of a whole bunch of stuff. So anyhow, these seem like wonderful drugs. Not only are they making people aesthetically happy by making them slim and all that stuff, it's also helping them to save their lives in a multitude of ways um, and curing a multitude of health issues. These might be the panacea. These might be almost like, you know, the new, the new, the new quinine. You know, the new quinine, the new cure-all, the new tonic. You know, I'm not really all about that. I'm not really all about modern medicine, but hey, if it works, it works. And the data is showing that it works. But me personally, regarding reducing blood sugar content, I think ginseng is something that people overlook. There's another thing from Jamaica called Aki which could also significantly reduce your blood sugar content to the point it can almost kill you. So it's probably um, effective if used in measurable doses. But the research has to be done first so we can get a plant that does it instead of a drug that does it. But thanks for listening. Bang!